Family, I'm Sergio Chavez, and I'm Francesca Chavez, and we are the, the Chavez, Chavez crew. crew. Oh, let me turn this thing up. Let me Man, turn it. Don't be messing up. <laughs> and we're back. 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 World, 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 world premiere. World, world, world premiere. Premiere, premiere. <laughs> okay, babe. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, party animals? What's How's everybody doing on? out there? Listen, <laughs> welcome back. You're asking them like they can answer you right now. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the Chavez Party of Five podcast. Come on, yeah. can you big up yourself and make noise right there where you are? Driving in your house, in your living room. Wherever you're catching this, on whatever day, whatever hour, man, we love you. Thank we you appreciate for you. In. Man, thank you so much for tuning back in. Uh, we are back. We are back. We took a vacation. No, no, no. It was not a vacation. <laughs> Definitely wasn't a vacation. Well, it was I a hiatus. We had to take we had to we had to take some time. That's a good word. Yeah, we're we're definitely gonna gonna get into that talk today. Yeah. Um but you know what? How about we get into our 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 a quick icebreaker? Let's get into our game because we have some some ground to cover today. Yes, we do. We got some stuff. We we got some stuff to get off our chest. We yes. got to talk today. <laughs> We're gonna process some things together with the party animals. Yes, we are. But um, before we get into the game, if you're not already connected to us on social media, make sure to get connected to us. I am at. I am Sergio Chavez. I I know I am Sergio Chavez. That is my at. So check me out. Get connected to me on all social media platforms. You can check out my site. Let's stay connected, baby. How can people find you? And I am at Francesca P. Chavez. That's at Francesca P. Chavez on all social platforms except for Twitter. Uh, that's it. Except for Twitter, where. I have to be at Fran P. Chavez because my name is too long. Okay. Yeah, we got we got to get that together. But um, <laughs> It's not my fault. But listen, make sure to like, make sure to share, make sure to rate us. Yes. Um, and spread the love. Let people know about the Chavez Party of Five podcast where we discuss love, marriage, relationships, singlehood. Parenthood, family, ministry. Everything in between. Yes. <laughs> what you got, baby? What you got today? All right. So this is the If You Could icebreaker. Nice, nice. I'm we're ready. I'm focused. Do, we're only going to do two questions, though. Just two. I'm ready. I'm two focused. each one. Okay. okay. If you could live anywhere in the world for a year, where would it be? If I could live anywhere in the world for one, one year, year, where would it be? DR. Dominican really? Republic. Yeah, 100%. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, oh, if I could live in nice. DR for a year, I would definitely go to DR. That's good. Shout out to DR. Shout out to Dominican Shout out to Republic. Samana. Shout That's out to Santo from, Domingo. Y'all, if you don't know. Shout out to La Romana. Shout out to Puerto Plata, Punta Cana, Shout out to Iguay. Shout out, yeah. Did we say Samana? I just said Samana. Big up yourselves. Love y'all. And, okay, that's a good one. I approve, babe. I approve. I would go with you. If you could see one movie again from for the first time, what would it be and why? Man, you always asking me these movie questions. Man. Okay, but this say if I could, if I could. If you could see one movie again for the first time, what would it be and why? Oh, man. Well, you want me to change it? Yeah, ask a different one. <laughs> okay. Because that's going to take me a minute. Okay, I get so this, passionate this about the movie I conversation. Know, I know. I, like, is, I think deep. Because yeah, I'm like, I, I'm literally thinking, I'm like, man, should I go, should I go the, the comedy route? Should I go the the crime drama route? Should I go the drama thriller, route? The yeah. thriller? I got so many. Okay, I have so many. Okay, I this can... one's going to be easier. Okay. This one's going to be easier. If you could choose any two famous people to have dinner with, who would they be? Two famous people to have dinner with. Who would they be? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You cannot tell me that this one's going to be hard. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> What? I think too deep into these questions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Two famous people. <laughs> you know what? I know I'm, pro- I'm probably frustrating some some party <laughs> animals. They're like, man, that's so easy. Listen. Okay, too- I'm going to give you an easier one. Last one. Right. And if I don't get it, I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, and if you don't, then we're just we going to pass. <laughs> if you could have someone follow you around all the time, like a personal assistant, what would you have them do? <laughs> Make me coffee. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, you do you do need coffee like all the time. <laughs> Make me coffee. <laughs> you do need coffee all the time. So. Oh no 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 no! I wouldn't have him do. I wouldn't have him just do coffee. Do coffee. Um. So this is that's actually a great question. That's a deep one, but I can I can answer that most definitely. I would have somebody just write down all my ideas. Yeah, that's true. Cause I'm a- I'm I'm a, I'm a creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm definitely um, the visionary type. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly. Your I, mind is constantly. Yeah, on. my my mind is constantly on the go. Mm-hmm. It's constantly on a thousand. Always have ideas. Always have concepts. Especially since I'm a speaker, pastor, life coach, if you will. I, I'm always thinking of different concepts and different things. So I'm, so. I'm having to run to my 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 sticky notes on the mm-hmm. on my Mac or my notes tab on my phone, my reminders, like it's always yeah. on the and or writing down on a journal. So it's crazy. It's all over the place. Yeah. yeah. But definitely I will have them do that. That That's would be good. a blessing. I think that makes sense. For sure. Because you're always Dika having a download. Yeah, so downloads, that. downloads. <laughs> we call them downloads. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So now you pick. You picked My, two Hold on, man. I killed that. You're not showing me love. Babe, because you did not kill that. I killed that. Okay. We had to go through five questions for you to answer to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Um, ooh. If you could instantly become an expert in something, what would it be? If you could instantly become an expert. 
in something, what would it be? Ooh, that's a good one. You should have asked me that. I didn't read all of them. <laughs> okay. Um, dang. I mean, I think my thing is I don't know that my what I would what I want like really exists. Oh, make it up. It's cool. Okay. That's what we're here for. I, I party I animals. Would, I would literally want to have the knowledge mm-hmm. to make to help everybody achieve their purpose. Like if there was a way for me to their purpose as in with like a business idea. Like if there was, if you came to me with, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I would want to literally like just be able to develop a the blueprint shop. Mm-hmm. to like make you successful. Mm. If you could just help everybody in the world. Yeah. Like man, literally anybody. You, man. <laughs> you know what? Pastor friend, you're already doing that. Oh, thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. Okay. I have two to go that I can pick from. One of them is probably, like, closer to home. Okay. And then one of them is really silly or fun. Uh, What route you want to go? Close to home or silly? Uh, They're both lighthearted. Okay, close to home then. Close to home? If you could write a book that was a guaranteed bestseller, what would you write? And I say close to home because you're already an author. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You write a lot. Yeah. You're a blogger, all that. Oh, but, that, but, that but if would you could, be easy. If, if you could write the bestseller, which is, what would it be? That's easy. It would be, it would have to be a combination of my mom's story mm. um, and how that, how that transitions into mine. Dope. Like almost like a replay, but 2.0. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Shout out to you. <laughs> you did your thing, girl. You did your thing. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. All right, babe. You know what? Let's get let's, let's get right get into, into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, the last three weeks have been have been heavy. Yes, they have been. It's a lot going on in the world, and um, we've been sharing with our church. You mm-hmm. know, we do. We do our Sunday online service. We do our Wednesday um, night night stream. Mm-hmm. And so we've been able to process a lot of this with them, with each other. But this is the first time we're just sharing raw thoughts right, right. to the world using this platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important. I think we can't just brush past what's going on right now. Right. Right now... Um, Right now, it's the world versus this um, this evil entity that is racism. Right. Um, it's really layered. Mm-hmm. There's there's the historical piece to this. Right. There's the direct, immediate impact that it has on so many mm-hmm. in a negative light. Mm-hmm. And. There's the spiritual aspect to all of this, which you and I as believers and especially as pastors, we cannot ignore right. the spiritual implications of what's happening right now. Right, right. And um, we had to take some time last week because yes. we've been, we've been um, if we're honest with the, with the party animals, and that's what we do here, we're, mm-hmm. we're honest. Um, by God's grace, we've been through a lot and, and we've experienced some things that have really 
shaped us, molded us, and strengthened us, really equipped us for mm-hmm. what we're dealing with. But regardless, we feel we feel yes. what's happening in the world. Yes. And when I say we feel, we're feeling for the families right. um, who have been immediately, directly impacted over the last um, month, several weeks. The family of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, murdered mm-hmm. by police. Ahmad Arbery, who was also mur- uh, murdered by former police. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mm-hmm. retired, but right. that's heavy because yeah. we feel for right. the families. Right. We are certainly praying, but we just said, you know what? It's right now what we're going through is deeper than just. Simply, like I mentioned last Sunday in our stream, and I've mm-hmm. been telling people in ongoing conversations, right now is deeper than just saying prayers and mm-hmm. thoughts. It's deeper mm-hmm. right now. We now have to move to action. We have to move into action. And so we've been feeling it because we have members in our church that are a part of the black community. You yourself as an Afro-Latina, mm-hmm. you are black when the world right. sees you. Right. They see a black woman. and. Right. And that's not something that anybody should look down on. Right, right. In fact, I think I want to entitle today's podcast, I want to entitle this one, Black is Beautiful. Yes, it is. I mean, I'm looking at you right now, <laughs> and I scream it from the mountaintop. <laughs> I, I, I wake up every morning to a beautiful black, with a beautiful Aww, black woman. Thanks, babe. I have beautiful uh Afro-Latina babies. Yes, yes. And I don't know if I said that term right, but (laughs) it came out that way. So, you know, let's just flow with it. (laughs) You know, we're a part of this. We're a part of the community. And and when, as you have beautifully articulated, whether it was in a message you recently shared in a video that that was, that had like, man, a lot of support and love. Yeah, I think I'm at 2.8. It's like you're 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 like you're like two thousand views and it's like was it like fifty shares people sharing it on Facebook yeah a lot of love on Facebook Instagram um, because you spoke from the heart about Mm -hmm. your your personal experience when one part of the body suffers when our black brothers and sisters suffer Mm -hmm. we we have to feel that because we're a part of the body right and so it's been heavy mentally emotionally. We've been exhausted, so we had to take some time because we've been processing it. Right. Our heart is, our desire is to be in the front lines. Right. Going beyond prayers and thoughts, but really taking action. Right, right. So we're strategizing. We've been strategizing. We put together a peaceful prayer gathering and mm-hmm. demonstration. Um, we're, we're, we're looking to form partnerships right now with organizations that we can also contribute and support financially right. who right. are in the front lines right. who are directly supporting these families, the family of George Floyd, Breonna right. Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, right. um, and others, yeah. and many others. But it's exhausting, babe, yeah. because the history of this nation, mm-hmm. when you understand the true history, this has been, this has been the original sin of this nation. Oh yeah. Yeah. From the beginning, from because, the beginning in its origins. Yeah. Because, for anyone to really think that, well, first off, let's start at the fact that America is a stolen land. <laughs> yeah. First and foremost. Yeah. 
um, indigenous people owned this land yeah. before Europeans came and stole the land. Stole the land. Yeah. And then they brought African slaves. They yeah. brought black people, stole them from their land where they were prospering, where they were doing well, where they had built kingdoms and empires, stole them from their lands to then have them build an entire nation, nation. from the ground up. Yeah. And then to say that it is their land, like for, and this is where you get into white supremacy for, for white to then say, this is our country. Mm. Yet you built it on the backs of black people. Yeah. Um, indigenous people, Afro people, African. Yeah. Like that's to me, that level of, of trauma, that level of pain, of hurt, like ripping families apart. Your identity. Like your literally culture, stripping, stripping your land, that completely. Your food. And to see, and this is where you get into the, the aspect of black is beautiful is because in spite of all of that, look how far we have come as a people. Come on. Like... We are a strong people. Yeah. There, when I, and, and what tends to happen is that when people come to face with, uh, I'm going to use black women as an example, because people see us as being like strong headed or like strong willed or like stubborn or feisty. But when you understand the root, like our history, We've our historical so roots. Exactly. For so, for so many different things. Exactly. So like when we hear a no from somebody or like a, you can't do that or a, I mean, yeah, we get, <laughs> we get a little feisty because for us, that's all we've ever heard. Yeah. It's like, you can't achieve that. You can't do that. Um, that doesn't belong to you. It doesn't matter how much you, how much work you put into it. It's never going to belong to you. That literally has been our history. Yeah. So it's just, I, I think that there's a lot of, um, there, I think that there's a lot of Americans, don't get me wrong, because I'm surrounded by them. I think there's a lot of Americans who intend, uh, who have good intentions. Yeah. But they don't realize that there is this bias that they have been born into like yeah. media's displaying it. Um, it's in politics. It's in the way our financial system is set up. It's in the way our educational system is set up. Our entire country is built so that the black community would fail. Mm. Um, when you even go as far as thinking about like, I mean, I'm gonna get into it. Like if you think about things like abortion, Planned Parenthood, like all of those things were designed to eliminate the black race. And all you got to do is go on Google. Yeah. Like really, the <laughs> information have, is have, not that far. Yeah, that yeah, far. Yeah. The, none of, all of these <laughs> things are pure facts. Yeah. We have to address that we received in our schools mm -hmm. miseducation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They left 90% of, of the history. A lot of things <laughs> were false. Mm-hmm. They weren't true, mm -hmm. and um, and it's a t it's right now. It's the time for for everyone to become 
educated. There is absolutely no no excuse to not get educated now. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is is do your Googles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do your Googles (laughs) and you and you and you will find all of these things out. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's 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 absolutely time for change. Mm This conversation could go on and on. It's really mm-hmm. deep. Right. But I will just share a couple of things today. And and as you were as you were sharing, just the thoughts that came to mind is it's important for us to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, as humans, as individuals, um, me being so close to the black community, my dearest, closest friends, brothers and sisters, mentors in the past, mm-hmm. pastors that I've served under. Um, man, I mean, I've been in, in, in scenarios where I've been the only Latino mm-hmm. in, in several different yeah, yeah. black <laughs> led organizations slash yeah. churches, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, two church plants mm-hmm. that I served under pastors were black, the entire congregations, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was the only Latino yeah. and they could never get my last name right. Yeah. But I, they, yeah. it was all love. Like right. I loved being there, you know? They'll call me Brother Sanchez. My last name is Chavez, but it was always love. I just, you know, and I'll get into why I'm so close to that community. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll save that. But what I want to say is our experiences Mm -hmm. are so embedded within the black community that we can't stay silent when, 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 when when our people are suffering. Right. And also our theology. Right. Right. Like. Let's talk about that for yes. one. Let Let's us park, park it. it right there. Because I have a serious problem. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <sighs> Let alone the world, mm-hmm. right? Okay, that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. The silence. Right. The just trying to brush past it. People mm-hmm. just hoping this blows over. Right, right. Um, that's one thing. But the church. Yes. When you have the church staying silent, that is a big problem Mm-mm. because, um, and yes, we put in the pressure. If yeah, you are oh, part yeah, of a yeah. ministry that is staying, I silent. know it's uncomfortable, but we're, we're, we're facing this yeah. thing head on. We're yeah. addressing the things yeah. that need to be addressed. Yeah. Yeah. So if you feel uncomfortable, it's okay. It's okay. It is. Um, and you should, and you should speak up and ask, your leadership, why they aren't doing anything. You have to hold leaders accountable. Yeah, you do. Because at the end of the day, like it is when we go down to our theology and why we are a church and what the mandate that Christ has put on us, um, we can't like, we cannot disassociate those two things. We can't be a church, but not fight for justice. We can't be a church and not fight for the marginalized, not stand up for those that don't have a voice. Yeah. That is anti-biblical. <laughs> and, listen, all you have to do is do some good reading of the Old Testament. Exactly. All you will see throughout the Old Testament, seek justice. Yes. Love defend, mercy. defend the oppressed. Yes, take up the cause. Right, love mercy. Mm-hmm. Walk justly. Mm-hmm. Walk humbly. Mm-hmm. Justice, uh, righteousness. Mm-hmm. Defending people, uplifting. Right. That's all right. you're gonna see. And then we see it right. in our Lord and Savior yes. Jesus Christ. Doing it for not just the white people, not just the church. He did it for all. For God so loved the world 
so that anyone who believed in him, that's why he sent his son, so that anyone who believed in him would not perish but have everlasting life. There is no exception to that, to that truth. And so when we begin to choose like, oh, this battle is worth the fight for me, but this one is not, th- it doesn't work that way. And I have seen the church fight like to the ground, like they will beat a dead horse <laughs> to the ground for things Listen, and, and, that and, to and- me, I'm like, so... So you'd rather go put on a protest and a march because you're offended. Has, no, listen, whatever. there's a lot of different but, things that the church goes hard for. And, and let's just speak it for what it is. And these are all things that we are also for. Right. But you cannot go after sexual immorality. Right. You yeah. can't go after addiction, uh, addiction, pro-life agenda. Right. So many different. You can't go hard for those and then stay quiet for, for this. Racism. Yes, you cannot. Because it says a lot about that. To me, it's one of those things where I'm like, that that says a lot about our stance on love. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the things that are easy to fight for are not always connected to people, if that makes sense. Like, um, if I'm fighting for like a law or a policy, like which, let's be honest are usually the things that our churches are like literally <laughs> at war with each other for, um, is over like a policy a rule, a dogma, whatever you want to call it. But when it comes to the people defending the people, um, loving the people, like, why do we have, why do we stay silent for that? Mm-mm. And that's where I have a problem right now because the, to see the number of churches and leaders, mo- not I'm not even going to mention the churches because the churches follow what their leadership does. Right. So to see the number of leaders that have stayed silent, to me, is shocking. We are in week two. So at first, week one, I was like, oh, maybe they're trying to gather their thoughts, try to figure out what to say. You don't want to say the wrong thing. Right. You're trying to figure out how to say this well. Yeah. But we're three weeks in. Yeah. You should have figured out what to say by now. (laughs) And if you haven't figured it out, then to me, your silence, for me, and this is me speaking as an Afro-Latina, your silence makes you an enemy of the cause. Mm. That's how I see it. Mm. So I'm like, you're either an ally, you're either for this, even if you don't have the right words to say, you can say, I stand for justice. Yeah. I stand for what is right. It's okay to say, I don't fully understand it yet, right. but I'm growing, right? right? This thing is all about getting the education. It's about listening. Right. It's about learning. Right. It's about asking questions. Right. Just like anything that you learn, mm-hmm. if you don't know and you're intimidated because you're saying, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it the wrong way. Listen, mm-hmm. there is no... There is no perfect right or wrong right, when it comes to right. this, but there is a stance that everyone needs to take. Right, right. I'm hearing this conversation about neutrality. I'm neutral. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. There, there isn't. There isn't any neutral in this. No, it's no it's, neutral it's when it either comes you're to on the side of right, right, or the side of wrong mm-hmm. that is evil. Right, and and that's just it. Right. When it comes to something like this, you can't be neutral about racism. The mm-hmm. Bible is clear. 
It is clear. Read your Bible. It is clear. Racism is a sin. Yeah. And as a church, we should be the first ones yeah. to be on the front lines. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's let's for those that that even need a theological biblical understanding. If you look at the Apostle Paul, mm-hmm. all he did mm-hmm. was fight and protest <laughs> for unity in the yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. That's why you see passages, there is neither Jew nor Gentile. Right, right. His fight was to reach those. In fact, there was quarrel. Mm-hmm. There were there were arguments right. in the apostolic council right. between Peter and Paul mm-hmm. because Paul was for... The Gentiles, meaning the non-Jewish right, believers, exactly. We are Gentiles right, essentially, right? right Technically, right. we're not. We're not of the Jewish blood or right, descent. We are right. by faith through Abraham. Right. I'm, let me not deviate yeah, too yeah. deep into that. But he was fighting for everyone, right, right. to hear the message of the gospel, right. for everyone to be uplifted, for right. everyone to be included in the body. Right. No division. No separation. Just read the. Pauline epistles, mm-hmm. every, all of the the 14 writings of Paul in the New mm-hmm. Testament. And you'll find that this man was on this mission of uniting people. Right. And you'll see he was defending. Mm-hmm. He would protest. He would get in arguments because he was saying, listen, man, I'm trying to reach people. Mm-hmm. I want to become all things to all men. Right. With the end of reaching them. With right. the Greeks, I'm a Greek. With the right. Gentiles, I'm a Gentile. With the Jews, I'm a Jew. Mm-hmm. What's the end goal? Right. I want to reach all of them. Right. I want us to be a body. For the kingdom. And if, right. you don't, if you don't see Jesus demonstrating, protesting injustice, mm-hmm. then you have not read the Gospels, baby. Right. Exactly. You didn't read when he came in and flipped tables right right let me not get deep deep yeah. into that because people they get real sensitive when it comes to to to, to manifestations right of when right. people are fighting right. for justice right but i see it in jesus yes yeah so you may not see it you may not fully understand it yet mm-hmm. but there's no excuse right and 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 theologically we feel strongly mm-hmm. that we need to stand up uh and be alongside mm-hmm. the black community, the African-American right. community in the struggle, in the fight for equality, for equity, for justice. Right. right. And, and and that's just it. Exactly. That's just it. Our experiences lead us and point us in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, our theology. Our theology. And, and just love. Right. Love for humanity. Right. Love for humanity. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, and some people are choosing, well, I've, I've already got too much on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> We all have yeah. a lot on our plates. Yeah. You know what? Um, we 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 were just battling one pandemic, mm-hmm. and then the the pandemic that's b- existed way before COVID, mm-hmm. which is racism in this nation, right. just came to a head, mm-hmm. and 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 the world is showing out right. because the right. world is tired. Right. We've right. never seen demonstrations like like we have. Right. Ever in history, like the whole, the entire entire world, world, because it's, it's a global pandemic too. We're facing both of them and we, we all have a lot on our plate, Mm -hmm. trust and believe me. But this is something that we, we we can't use that for. No, no. And especially when too much for that. And and that's like telling somebody like, uh, you know, the analogy with the person's house that's on fire, that's going a step further and saying like your, your house that's on fire can wait. It's been waiting for 400, 500 years. Yeah, 400, 400, <laughs> to 400 years, yeah. years to be put out. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, how much longer do you, you no. want us to keep waiting no. just because you keep having stuff on your plate? Absolutely not. So we to can't, me, we can't wait. There are many things we could say about this pandemic that um, that have brought pain to a lot of people. Yeah. I want to acknowledge that. I don't yeah. want to be insensitive to that at all whatsoever. Yeah. Um, because I, I know that there has been much pain. I know that there's been death from the COVID side just as much as there have been deaths from Man. the black community due to racism. Like, yeah. let's not even go down because blacks that have died due to racism will Police forever outweigh the deaths that have crimes. taken yeah. place due to COVID. Yeah. Um, so I understand that these are two pandemics we're currently facing where there's been a lot of pain, there's been a lot of hurt. However, I, as a believer, I also stand and hold on to God's word in Romans where the apostle Paul said, and he's working all things together for our good, for the good of those who loved him, who have been called according to his purpose. I believe that we have been called for a time like this. Yeah. Most that definitely. the world, I, I mean, I don't know what other signs people need, but we have been praying as a church. We've been praying for God to bring revival. Yeah. And when you look at the news and you see these marches that are taking place where the believer and the non-believer are uniting for a cause against something that is evil. Yeah. If that does not show a sign of revival, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what else does. Yeah. And so I am seeing how even something like this, even something as as painful as what we're currently going through, God is using it to bring revival to this nation. I believe it 100%. I just mentioned it during our Hope Talks Live, which mm-hmm. we do Wednesday nights. And, and I, this is the setup. I, yeah. I, I mentioned it. This is yeah. the setup for revival. Yeah. So while we're grieving, uh, we're, we're, we're in pain, we're processing pain, um, we're having to go to Jesus because mm-hmm. he is our source. In the midst of all of this, I just encourage everybody who's demonstrating, protesting, and, mm-hmm. and fighting, we're with you, we're in the struggle, we're, we're doing all of that as well. We understand that many things have to change is it's not just talking about it right it's mm-hmm. action there's legislation there's we have to invest in education right in the black community we have we have to talk about the economics mm-hmm. um of a, of, of a community um it's, it's it's really really deep mm-hmm. but in the midst of all of this in our fight let's all make sure that we're going to our source right of right. strength mm-hmm. because had it not been for Jesus during mm-hmm. this time yeah. in my life, hey, can I talk about him? Yeah. I just kind of, hey, I just kind of, <laughs> I felt my help coming. Man, I'm just thankful to have a savior. Mm-hmm. His Holy Spirit, his word are guiding us during right. this time. It's his right. strength. It's his love. It's his mercy. He's the one that is stirring us up to, to, to do these works, right. to love people, to serve people, right. to fight alongside people. Right. Um, so for me personally, I, I just need his presence each and every day. Right. And that's where I'm running to each and every day because if I don't have that, man, I'm losing my mind. Exactly. It's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to become bitter. Mm-hmm. It's easy to start looking at people like the folks that are silent 
and you just want to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know, I know. But you need His grace. You right. need His strength because we don't want to become the thing that we are fighting against, which right. is hateful, bitter people. Exactly. We don't want to become that. Right. So while we are fighting, His Word teaches us that it's it's all through love. Mm-hmm. It's all through love. Yeah. It's all for Him and through Him. Right. I believe that we are preparing for a great revival. Yeah. So while we are holding the church accountable and we, you know, we, we can do this. We're pastors. Right. So we're speaking to leaders. We're speaking to pastors right Right now. We are holding leaders accountable, Mm -hmm. but we're doing it in love. Right. Right. So while we get a little hot and feisty, Mm -hmm. (laughs) all that is, is just passion. We're, we're, we want to see accountability. We want to see justice. We want to see heart transformation. Right. And in the midst of everything, we, we love the church. Right. And we right. want to see the church rise up. Right. Because we are powerful. We are right. better together. We're, we're, we're such a f- strong force when yes. we're united. Yes. When the body comes together, we, we bring the kingdom of mm-hmm. heaven on earth. Right. And we manifest mm-hmm. um, the goodness, the love of Jesus exactly. when we come together. And, and so it's time for the church to rise up. Exactly. And, and we've taken that stand. So it's been heavy. But in the midst of all of that, we are keeping our faith. Amen. We're keeping our hope. And we're doing everything through love. Amen. Because black is beautiful. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Babe, you you wrote this. You wrote an incredible, um, very powerful, heartfelt letter. Yes, to um, America. And you entitled it <laughs> Dear America. Dear America. Mm-hmm. And you ended up recording a video, which initially you weren't going to do right. a video it was the video was kind of spontaneous it just right. came to you because you felt led to do it right 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 and and just talk about that i mean i wrote the letter is actually longer than the video so if people yeah. want to check the letter out it's on my blog but um yeah i i i just when everything happened i mean i rec- i remember when i would see you and i was like oh my god he's you just you were distraught with the news I, it took me a few days just because of that. I, you eventually get to a point where you're almost numb to it mm-hmm. that I, ref- I I was like, I'm not even going to watch anything. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch the news. I'm not going to watch this video that everybody's talking about. And it took me a couple of days to actually get around to watching the video, if you remember. But I remember watching it and bawling my eyes out. And the video you're referring to is the video of, of George, George Floyd, Floyd of, right. of 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 him of an being officer, murdered. His his knee to his neck yes. for about eight minutes, yeah. and the man just yeah. life just right leaving him exactly. He, where he's shouting, "I can't breathe!" Right, right. Um, that to me, I just watching it. I couldn't like I'm 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 now at a place where I can talk about it without fully breaking down. Yeah. But in the the that first and I mean you know this, the first week and a half, just the thought, like I could be doing anything random in the house and I'd have to go somewhere and yeah. cry because just the thought, like to me I just it, it it was just so watching it I was like how inhumane like to be treated in this way. Yeah. Um, but I think what really did it for me was after seeing 
that this really was the last straw. This was like the straw that broke the camel's back for mm. a lot of people. Mm. And when I began to see all of the stuff that was coming out in the media, the people that were raising their voices, yeah. um, and that action was actually being taken, it led me, it, that gave me the boldness to finally speak up about the struggles that I had been facing as an Afro-Latina. Yeah. And you know me, I'm not very good with like just expressing myself through speaking all of the time. It's much easier for me to get my words down on paper first. And so I said, well, the best way for me to do this is to write about my experience. And because of the pain and the turmoil that I was going through due to the death of George Floyd, I said, like, writing is going to be the only thing that's going to be therapeutic for me. So I decided to write. And that's where the letter was birthed. Yeah. And so... I just, I remember feeling like, okay, I'm going to put the letter out, but now I should probably put out the video. Um, and it really was just taking a look into the life of, a, of probably your average Afro Latina. I don't want to generalize my experience to everyone, sure. but from the response that I got specifically from the Afro-Latino community, the female Afro-Latina community, I can tell that they all felt like, yes, been there, experienced it. I'm with you. Thank you for sharing our voice. It wasn't just my voice. It became our voice. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as Afro-Latinas or just Afro-Latinos in general, we look black. You know, that's the first reaction people get from us. Like the first reaction we get when people look at us is, oh, you're black. Mm -hmm. There's never really any association with being Latino. Mm -hmm. It's just I usually have to tell people, yeah, I'm Latina, I'm Dominican. Or like they hear me speak Spanish and they they look at me like, you yeah. speak Spanish? You're Afro, you speak, <laughs> yeah. you're Afro, but you speak Spanish. Right, right. right. Um, and, and please, to all my to all my folks from the... From El Caribe that I love so much. <laughs> Please embrace your your roots. Like, yes. Man, Don't like, be ashamed. Y'all been so ashamed for so long. We have, and that's the thing. And y'all gotta stop it, man. There's beauty in that. Yes. And I write God, about that in the letter. There's absolute beauty in, in in how God created. You don't have to you don't have to look down right. on on the beauty of how God created you. Right, right. Yeah. Like everything from, you know, in amongst our own community, right? Our own Latino community, we look down on Afro Latinos because of the color of their skin. We think they're ruining the race because of their hair. Like it's not considered good hair. This whole this obsession with good hair in the Afro-Latino community, quote-unquote quote good hair in the Afro-Latino community, that, I mean, I've had to fight with my own family, yeah. you know, with people in Been my own many family <laughs> to get to that correct, language. lovingly correct that in our yeah, family. Yeah, to correct that language, because I'm like, that is you saying that the hair that God created is not good. Mm. Who are you to define what good hair is? Yeah. You may not like it, but that doesn't make it not good hair. Yeah. It's just 
not your hair preference. Okay. But to have grown up believing that my hair was bad hair. Right. That's like, okay, my hair was a mistake. Uh, You're dark skinned. You need to marry somebody who's lighter so that you can improve your race. What? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you know, all of these things that really from the onset, from the moment you are born, you're already, you're, you're made to believe that you're less than because right. you look a certain way, possess certain qualities. Right. right. Exactly. And it's, and, and, and it's all lies. Right. And we know who the father of lies right. is. We rebuke him yes. in the name of Jesus. Yes, we do. Yeah. No, most definitely. So, I mean, just with that. So you just poured, you poured out your I heart. I poured my heart out and I didn't realize that I was still, I, I thought that I really had healed from a lot of that, but this this season, this season made me realize that I had put bandage bandages over wounds, and I never really uh, truly healed. Right, never right. truly healed. Never did the surgery. So I'm now in a season where I'm undergoing surgery, and it's it's harder than I thought. Yeah. Um, but it's causing me to dig deeper into my roots. Yeah. Deeper into, you know, who I am, where I come from, what who what makes me an Afro Latina. Yeah. But more importantly, it's also causing me to go back to my creator. Yeah. The one who truly identifies me. Yeah. And so he's the one that gives me identity. So I'm holding on to that more than anything. So I'm purging myself of all of the negativity that was spoken over me. And I'm having to really embrace and speak the life and the beauty of the identity that Christ has given me. Yeah. And so I'm in that season now and I'm, I'm feeling like I'm finally making strides. Like the first week was, <laughs> was hard. Yeah. By the time I recorded the video, I, I had already begun that healing process. Um, but you can tell in the video, I mean, I'm still emotional. I'm still crying. Mm-hmm. And I think that those, those tears will continue to be there until we get to a place where I know my generation, my girls are not having to pick up that fight. But if the day I leave this earth before the Lord, if it's before the Lord comes, if they're still fighting that fight, that um, the burden will remain with me Mm. until I know that that that's a fight that they're not fighting anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, it's quite deep. Um, there's a lot of historical implications mm-hmm. t- to all of this and, and we're rewriting history. Right. Right. This is literally what we're living. This is history in the making. I right. mean, like when we grew up <laughs> watching videos or, or in history class, reading the lessons or having the teacher teach us those lessons mm-hmm. on history, we all had to have those moments like, man, like, civil rights era or prior to that. Right, like I wonder what that was what like. Was, what was it like mm-hmm. living? We're currently living right. <laughs> in history in the making. This this is going to be written right. in history books and it's going to be written the correct way. Right. Because we're digging now. We're, in order to truly heal, you got to go to, you got to diagnose. Right. Right. You got to go to the source. You right. got to go to the root. You got to get, you got to deal with it at the root level. Right. So that the fruit that you produce right. is healthy. Exactly. You know, and the only way to produce healthy fruit is to make sure that the root is healthy. Right, right. And this is what's happening. There right. is there is a, 
a deliverance, if you will, taking right. place in the church. Right. Because there's a lot of that that's even been played into mm-hmm. faith, church. Yep. yep. Um, and even to even with that, I do think that this is even a season where uh, this, what is currently taking place in our nation, is exposing people yeah. to, like, when it comes to the church, people who are not going to make a stance who are not standing for justice who are not standing on the side that is right that is being revealed right now the true heart of leaders right if you do not have a heart for people that is being evident right now Mm. um and i think this generation a millennial generation more than anything is really going to begin to look at their leaders and examine leadership that they are under and make decisions about whether or not they're going to stay or they're going to look for leaders that truly have a heart for people, that have God's heart for people. Yeah, and and this is kind of a side note because I know coming from the, you know, very close to the Latino community, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. We, we can easily use that excuse, but we have our own fight. Right. You know, right. why aren't people helping us with immigration and ICE? Baby, what you don't understand is we're coming for them next. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're coming for them next. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we're, we have to be allies with the black community mm-hmm. so that together we can be in that fight. Right, right. We're much more powerful together. Right. We come alongside as Latinos, the black community, right. black and brown coming together. Right. We help them. We support. We fight alongside them. And they help us right. fight. They give us strength as well. Right. You know, when we get tired in that fight, mm-hmm. we come together. Right. Ultimately to overcome. Right. You know, uh, but anyways, let me... <laughs> Let me not derail off of that, to trail <laughs> off into that. But yes, going to your point, we're looking for leadership right now. Right. Everything rises and falls on leadership. And right now, true leaders are being exposed and those who are lacking leadership mm-hmm. are being exposed as mm-hmm. well. We know who's going to lead us in the rest of the year right. and in the years to come. Right. We're seeing that. Right. And, um, and I'm just, I'm grateful to God for the heart that he's given us. We know that the heart, that the hearts that we have it's not of our own doing. Right. Believe me. Definitely not. <laughs> we got we we got a lot going we got a lot going on and 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 God is still working in us mm-hmm. as well in many areas. But he's given us that heart. Right. For me, that 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 passion came early in life. Growing up in the neighborhood that I did, just the interactions, right. having close friends from um all types of just different backgrounds and right. cultures and contexts. Um, my best friends being black, being Middle Eastern, and then in college especially, mm-hmm. I, w- I was in, I, I was a part of a brotherhood. Shout out to my brothers. You all, you all know who you are. The Alpha New Side Brotherhood, um, which was <laughs> which was was a a, a, a faith based organization. Right. It was a it was a brotherhood, mm-hmm. and um, and I was again. The only Latino right. <laughs> and all my brothers, just amazing men of God, mm-hmm. you know, was in that environment. And as I mentioned earlier, in, in environments where my my mentors, my teachers, my instructors, black and 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 it's just a beautiful culture mm-hmm. of beautiful people. Mm-hmm. The music that black people have created oh, that I yeah. love. Mm-hmm. 
how can you take that away? You know right, what I mean? The right. just um, the entertainment, mm-hmm. but the culture, the food, the oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. As I think the about it, just God on. has created a beautiful people. <laughs> yeah. What's crazy is scientifically and genetically, mm-hmm. we are about across the the human spectrum. We right. are about ninety nine percent the same. Yeah. That's what's unbelievable. Yeah. I think it's actually 99.5. I have to go back to do the research and you all can obviously do your Googles mm-hmm. as well. But genetically, scientifically speaking, we're up 99 point something the same. Yeah. Yeah. So technically we are one color. Yeah. We just have different shades of melanin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and black people have more melanin. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. Right. I love that I'm brown. Right. That's not something to look down on. And 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 God made us in such a beautiful way in that we're diverse. Right. And diversity is not something to look down on. No, like it's you beautiful. don't you don't have to say, Well, I don't I don't see color. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say that. Right. You see color. Yeah. yeah. And it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. That we're that we're all different shades, mm-hmm. different grades of melanin, but God created us to be different and the beauty that there is in diversity exactly. because we bring all of that together. And exactly. and, and, and we're all image bearers right we're all made in the image and likeness of god so that's why i'm just so passionate because Mm -hmm. i've heard this i've heard my brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. i've heard their stories Mm -hmm. i've listened to history from their perspective right i've heard the stories about their ancestors i've 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 been with them when i've shared pain with them Mm -hmm. i've been with my brothers where we will go we would go into certain areas mm-hmm. and I saw, I was the only Latino, I'm a shorty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm short, a little Latino brother. My brothers all play football. They built, you know, and then we would walk into certain areas and I, and I, and I, and I, and I experienced it alongside them where mm-hmm. people would start to kind of move away right, right. or we'll go into a restaurant and, and we'll see all the heads turning because mm-hmm. I came in with a group of, 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 of black brothers and, and, immediately people's minds went a certain right. way, not knowing right. that these are God-fearing, amazing mm-hmm. men of God, right. educated, wonderful, right. beautiful people. Um, but people's mind went there. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of healing that has to take place. Right. There's right. a lot of acknowledging that we have to do. We have to check our own biases, mm-hmm. prejudices. Exactly. We have to do a lot of repenting. Yep. We have to. We yep. have to repent about a lot of things that that we've been taught and mm-hmm. we've and we've believed mm-hmm. and when we put it up against the lens of scripture mm-hmm. it's just been wrong right and we have to we have to really process all of these things right. so it's a lot of healing on all different sides there's a lot of reformation that mm-hmm. needs to take place mm-hmm. the accountability factor and then I know I'm rambling right now <laughs> I know I know I know but I'm just I feel so passionate about yeah. this thing police um, 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 brutality has to end. There has to be right. reformation there. Right. And so many different spheres of society, there mm-hmm. has to be re- reformation, but more importantly, heart transformation mm-hmm. that comes heart through the Lord Jesus. Yeah. yeah, that heart surgery mm-hmm. has to happen through exactly. the Lord Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. I would say, you know, when we get to a place that people are experiencing the heart transformation, and I think everybody needs the heart transformation, it's not just... Um, it's, it's not just people who, you know, cause it's easy for us to say like, well, if you're racist, you need heart transformation. But even those who, who think that they're not, 
Uh, we all need it. Yeah. Um, because we all have bias and prejudices. Like, whether we want to believe it or not, we've we've all had a thought. We've all um, looked at somebody in, in a certain way. We've all prejudged somebody because of a bias that we held or something that was taught to us. And oftentimes, we don't even know it's there. Yeah. Um, but that needs heart transformation. Yeah. And then as a people who have been hurt, like me speaking as an Afro-Latina, yeah. uh, being hurt, definitely I need heart transformation. Yeah. <laughs> if I put myself in the place of a victim, then anytime I walk into a space, which happens to me all the time, anytime I walk into a space where I am the only black person and I'm surrounded by predominantly white people. The thought is like, I am being looked down upon. I have to prove myself, you know, um, I'm the one who is not equal in this picture. Yeah. So I, I need heart transformation, For you sure. know? So I think that's something that as a people we should all seek. Yeah. And it, it's not just something where we point the finger at one specific group and say, you need it. No, we all need it. And when we begin to see that happening in America, oh my gosh, it's gonna be. I I be, it's I know for a fact it's already happening for sure. Um, and and this is the reason why I know that revival is coming because it's already started. You know, when I open up my news feed, my social media feeds, yes, the, there's people who are saying a lot of stuff and being ignorant. Mm. We're not going to go there. Yeah, but then there's people. I I want to say, I I'm happy that at least seventy five percent of the people currently on my newsfeed <laughs> who are talking are experiencing heart transformation. Beautiful. And that gives me hope. We're making progress. Yes, that gives me hope because if you have started just by educating yourself. Um, you may not know the right words to say, but you are putting out and expressing that you are educating yourself, that you are open to learning, that you want to have conversations. That lets me know y- your heart is currently experiencing heart transformation. You're you're already there. Um, and I was having a conversation with a coworker actually today who was asking me um about my video and just saying how it moved her and how she cried she didn't she didn't know that the struggle was that deep Mm. and she'd been working with me for so many years um and i and her words were i i hope that you know that anything that I've done wasn't, I want you to know that if I ever said anything, I didn't do it with the intention. I have been so unaware of the struggle. It's not that I haven't wanted to do anything about it. It's just, I haven't been aware. Like I didn't even know that I held these prejudices or biases. Um, but she was like, I want to learn and I'm on this journey to learn. That's it. And if there's anything I can do or resources you can point me to or, videos you think I should watch like to me let's go I said to her you are giving me hope <laughs> for the future so let's go let's be about it for the people We're who are listening together. yeah that's that's what it needs to be about and let's let's begin to spread more of the 
the positivity, the hopeful context, context of the story that we're currently in right now. The, if we if we begin to spread, um, obviously we need to bring awareness. People still need to learn. They still need to be educated. So all those things still need to be shared. But let's also not forget to share the hope that is currently rising letting people know that there are people who are willing who are open to learning open to being educated open to having conversations and creating safe spaces for us to talk about these things because that's that's what's going to bring change yeah man we've said a lot and a lot of people are saying a lot of yeah. things that yeah yeah and it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. We need to keep this mm -hmm. conversation alive. If somebody's like, man, I'm getting tired of that. <sighs> Listen. I've been a, tired get, of get, it for a there's, there's, <laughs> there's been a whole community that's been tired for a long time. <laughs> yeah. All right? Listen. So so, so the least you could do is listen. Right. And, and go from a place of being a spectator mm -hmm. to a participator. Right. So there's the empathy piece. Mm -hmm. Being empathetic. You know, there's the by being empathetic is listening is asking mm -hmm. questions is learning is doing the education right it's um it's really digging in scripture because you know i've been seeing a lot of that people um being spectators but mm -hmm. yet criticizing like they're right. not in the front lines I mean, it's easy to criticize when you're in the stands right get right. in the fight right right so so do something to 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 be about action mm -hmm. and and to move and advance this cause forward, right, right. the cause of equality, justice. This thing is more than just a trend. I believe that God is watching how we respond to this, right? Because he these is. challenges is an opportunity. Yep. And um, I, I'm so grateful for Hope Center. Yeah. I'm grateful for the family. Shout out that, to Hope Center family. Shout out. Wait, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, man. Let's go. Uh -huh, let's go. Oh, I turned uh -huh. it down. Shout out to my Hope Center family. I want to yes. shout out the Hope Center family that we are about that action. Yes, we are. <laughs> and they're standing alongside their leaders, their pastors, and we are in the fight together. Right. And I'm just, I'm so proud of our church. Mm -hmm. I'm incredibly proud of the future of our ministry. And, um, and, and I believe we're going to see victory. We are. I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to be with you. I'm grateful to be alive during this time. I'm grateful man. to be with you <laughs> and and your perspective, your voice, what you what you teach uh, me each and every day. Um, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, thanks, babe. I'm grateful. I have to say, I am grateful to be with a man who is um, who's listening, who's participating who's a man of his word. You've been preaching this action thing for a long time. Yes. Not not specifically geared towards rate, you know, taking a stance on racism, but just in general, um your messages always have a call to action. And to be presented now with with this with the, the situation that we are currently in, um and to see you not back down from what you preach at the pulpit, on the pulpit, mm -hmm. you know, Sunday after Sunday, but that you're actually putting into action what you have been preaching for the last 10 years. That for me is admirable mm. because I think there's a lot of people who can, who talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. Mm. Um, so I am proud to say that I am married to a man who 
walks the walk. I appreciate that, baby. <laughs> you are about it. You Thank don't just you so talk much. about it. <laughs> I really I really appreciate your words. I love you so much. And um, listen, you know, we're just having conversation. Mm-hmm. Maybe all of it wasn't at, polished. Yeah. <laughs> but it's raw. It's real. It's our hearts. It was our first time actually like having a... Like me and you. Me, yes, us doing having this a sit to, down. We've had many conversations, obviously. You know, yeah. you've had to encourage me so much, and I've I've had to, you know, be there for you, um, because you need your space. You need that. Mm-hmm. Um, your 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 process as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, this thing has been heavy for both of us. Right, right. Um, and leading during these times. Right. That Ooh. factor of leading during these times. It's not yes. like we're just <laughs> processing what's happening and dealing with it. Um, facing it, but we're, we're leading people who are also grieving right, and right. going through so much, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Right, it's right. my greatest honor to to be a leader during these mm-hmm, times. Mm-hmm. It seems like the worst of times, mm-hmm. but I'm believing in Jesus' name is going to be the best of times Amen. because it, as you mentioned, Romans 8, he's going he's gonna to make it, God mm-hmm. is going to turn this thing and make it work yes. for good. And and ultimately, I'm hopeful yes. that we're gonna see transformation. Yes. And so, you know, this one this one is a special one to us. Mm-hmm. I, I want to thank all of those that rocked out, yeah. you know, and listen and listen to us just kind of process <laughs> and and have this real and raw conversation. Mm-hmm. But this one is especially for Eric Garner. Mm-hmm. This one is for Zell Ford. This one it goes out to Michelle Cousseau, Tanisha Anderson, Tamir Rice, Walter Scott. Betty Jones, Philando Castile, both M. Jean, Tatiana Jefferson, Dominique Clayton, Ahmad Arbery, Brianna Taylor, and George Floyd. Say their names. Yeah, there's many others I know that you know and I know, and I could keep going and going. And it's 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 unfortunate, but we're doing this um, for them. We're gonna remember them. We're gonna honor them, and we're gonna fight. That's right. In Jesus, In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's go. Yeah. Family, I know that uh, there's a lot going on in the world, but know that Pastor Serge, Pastor Fran, we're with you. Yes. We've got you. We're praying for you, mm-hmm. um, especially during these times. Yes. Um, I don't know. What do you want to tell the people before we leave? I, I mean, stay strong. Yes. Stay encouraged. Uh, don't back down from the fight. Yeah. And please don't make this a trend. Don't make this a phase. Yeah. Um, and don't participate in those who are making it a phase or are just hashtagging it as trendy. Yeah. But really, really... Um, really seek after heart transformation like we talked about and 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 take care of yourself during yeah, this time. A hundred percent. And I think now more than ever this is a time when people really need to make sure that they are mentally um they're staying mentally sane. You're taking care of your mental health. So take time to meditate on the word of God. Take time to pray to de-stress yourself, um, to just really take care of your mind yeah. more than more than ever during this time. Absolutely. Um, continue to feed your spirit, mm-hmm. as you mentioned. Um, continue to 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 have the right people around you, support right. and community during these times. We believe in that. Um, support, 
community, accountability, right. um, having people that you can reach out to for encouragement, for prayer, feeding your spirit um, with worship, right. um, getting that word in, right. and, um, and, and just staying close to those people that you love. Mm-hmm. You know, Right now, it's not a time for isolation. No, no, we, no. You know, I know... I know <laughs> We have to consider social distance still, mm-hmm. you know, all of that is happening, but, but, but be in community. Right. Right. And ultimately we're going to overcome together. Right. Family. Thank you so much for parting with us. You know, the waiter's been standing. Yeah, he has. He's been standing at the door cause mm-hmm. he, he'd been trying to clock out. He's mm-hmm. like, yo, my, sh- my shift is over, mm-hmm. man. Like I, I'm, I, I, I was <laughs> supposed to leave 30 minutes ago and we helped. We held my brother. Come here, man. Come here, come here, come here, come here. All right, let me look at the tab. Listen, man, I didn't order this. I think you did, babe. You usually <laughs> always do. Party animals, thank you so much for hanging out with us, yes. partying with us. Make sure to stay connected to me at I am Sergio Chavez. At Francesca P. Chavez. We love you. We thank God for you. So until next time, peace, peace love, love, and God, God bless. <laughs>